Yo, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from and all other Patreon-exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash rap rankings. Track 13, Beautiful Bliss, featuring Melanie Fiona and J. Cole, produced by DJ Green Lantern. Heard a lot about this record. Not a real producer. <laughs> oh, you don't? What about the famous uh, Hamilton drop? You know, uh, Green Lantern should be a producer. No, I think so, too. <laughs> you know that drop? <laughs> I don't know. This is, anyway, look, hey, I'm happy to report the hype I've heard about Beautiful Bliss. Maybe a bit overhyped, but I like it. Seven plus. Flat six. Oh, no. The blog the blog era army is descending upon mules, and I, I can't never like this song. Okay, first of all, Lupe owns this sample. When okay. the Food and Liquor Advance came out, there was a intro that never made the actual album. It ended up on the five-year anniversary edition, but it's called Theme Music to a Drive-By. It is not only the superior flip, it's the better song and... One of my favorite Lupe songs, so let's hear some of that. All right. Let's hop in the cut. Get in, loser. We're going drive by in. Here we go. No one does it better. Can't feel a feel, nigga. Pain, devious skill to make a strong will, nigga. Wayne, since a little nigga, hang with the killers and distributors of cane. They dismember as the swishes and refill it with the chain. Then they tipped it and they lit it with a flame. Then they took a pull of killer to the brain, like. Evil-minded like Crane, they became they deranged like the rover that I rode. That was the wings that I drove when I was a little bit older. Main declaring woe on the deck like they the Joker. All wild ducking from Bruce Wayne while they poker with the devil and I'm moonlit in ghetto. Hello, my name stickers on the stickers of the veins in rehab. Remembering the feelings when they used to get mellow when they was on back of a nickel like Monticello in the underworld had to be smarter than Donatello. No honor amongst fellows is harder than. Sitting with a blind man and trying to describe yellow got me feeling like Killer Joe. My life, the album, know the classics by heart and exactly how to fill a go. Repeat it on my way to the liquor store. Chocolate. Okay, 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 okay. So, you know, that was the intro to the advance of food and liquor. And Mm -hmm. even though it didn't make the studio version, I've always treasured that song. So immediately, the first time I ever heard Beautiful Bliss, I'm like, oh, okay, it's the same sample, almost flipped, not identically, but very closely to the Lupe joint. And quite frankly, the rapping on here is not up to par with the Lupe song. The flip is not up to par. And yeah, I don't give a fuck about Melanie Fiona, (laughs) this label mandated nonsense. What the fuck is a Beautiful Bliss Okay. Uh, listen, uh, listen. You're speaking my language because that is word salad to me too. That's but garbage. Okay. And this, and this song, you know, it's cult classic status. It's always been overrated. Okay. Even that Bret Hart reference from Wale in his mostly average verse did not save him. J Cole coming in on the second verse, easily the best song or the best verse on this song. Yes. And it's not like an all time J Cole verse, but he sounds fired up. 
And he sounds yes. just like so much more keyed in than Wale is on here. Uh, yes. You know, he's addressing the, you know, people would talk about at the time, like he has no pictures with Jay-Z and that's how he's destined for failure and stuff. I remember how they used to talk about him. So he's, you know, <laughs> referencing how, you know, people view him and his relationship with Jay in this verse. He attacks the verse with a lot of hunger. I mean, it's, it's the, the only the good thing about this song. hunger, bro. Look, uh, you're going to disagree. Now, Wale's verse second verse. Okay. Wale's second verse is worse than his uh, first verse. I mean, he said vagina on here. Like, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck, man? He should have never touched this beat if he wasn't going to outdo Lupe. At least J. Cole went hard on this fucking beat. This thing would have been like a flat five. I feel no ways about this shit. Maybe even trending on five minus because of this Melanie Fiona garbage. But this is not a classic record. This should not be looked back on. Among, like, this is uh, this should be next to Shook One's part two and top billing. I don't know if anybody's saying that. Well, we're it's talking about classic. classics. No, cult classics. There's a difference. Okay, so <laughs> you know? what's a cult classic? A, gri- a, a one you agree with? Technically, you could say theme music to a drive-by, given that like it was on the advance, and like if you know, you know. Right, but what's one that you think is what's a cult classic record for you? Like everyone thinks this is a great record. Maybe it wasn't a single. Oh, well, you know, everyone or me? I mean, for me, it was a cult classic. For me, uh, not for you. There has to be a cult following. A cult indicates there's multiple people. Well, yeah. Um, because I know, like, we both classic. like Allure, I think, on Black Album, but like, we both disagree that it's a classic, like a cult classic record, uh, you know. So, what's a cult classic that you don't refute its status? Uh, shit. Uh, I don't even know if this is considered a cult classic. I think it. No, it's definitely not. But I think it's the best of the the uh, timestamp series. I, to me, four p.m. in Calabasas is a cult classic. Right. So that's like you a know? cult classic to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you know that's some Does of his this best rap. Beautiful bliss belong alongside that to you. No, like I said, I like it's good. It's a bit overhyped, but I understand it's a different time. At the time, you, you think like about that the blog song, era, but you're refuting its status as a cult classic. I dislike the song and I'm refuting its status as a cult classic. I understand how it became a cult classic. I don't think it's worthy of that designation. But I get it because of the time period. Yes, like I get, this was something I for blog it. fans to point to and be like, "See, this, this, like you know, it was worth it all along." Like, listen to this. Like, this we made it. We're on the major label album by another newcomer on his own song. He got renegated. He did twice. He had a chance to redeem himself, and he didn't. He did worse. <laughs> and I do Wale mean renegated because and Mel- and Melanie Fiona fucking stink up the joint here. Okay, right. they, and they the beat. And the beat is played out. I heard this sample years earlier. And not enough years earlier for it to be like, oh, word. This is, a, this is three years earlier I heard this. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I think Wale's second verse 
is unneeded. After Cole came in like that, the statement was too strong. Nothing needed to come after. Should have been a two-verse song and then faded. Wale, then Cole. And Wale should have rewritten his verse and it should have had a different beat and Melanie Fiona shouldn't have been invited to the recording sessions. This is how I feel about this hook. We've had an album full of like generic label mandated sounding hooks. This is the best of them to me because it fits the song. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a great hook, but like it's the best of the generic hooks because like it, it's the worst to me because it doesn't make any okay. sense. All right. Well, yeah, I wouldn't combine those. The best words is Jasmine Sullivan either. to me. Okay. Um, well, we know the worst is Chrisette Michelle, but we know justice for Chrisette Michelle. All right, leave her alone, people. Um, but but listen, uh, Cole had a perfect verse alert. It's I don't that agree hunger. perfect verse alert, but... Like I said, I didn't think you would agree, but it, I, this I reminds me of what... Best verse on the song, probably best verse on the album, which is bad. It's not a good sign, you know? I'm going to have to agree. Yeah, best verse on the album. You know, um, listen, <clears throat> I felt that chill, the, the chills of like what got me in Nicole, like his number one, his, his strength was that hunger, that just like fire in his belly to be something, you know, sit back and watch the sun rise, you know, uh, but my mind done yet. Sit back and watch the sun rise, kick back and know your sunset, you know, the wordplay and it I worked. Hate songs like this know? though, we're like. You get a verse. Dude, that's, that's what not we got. Good. The blog era, like get bar out with a very good verse, and you're just like, damn, that was a good verse. What's with the other two verses on the song? Why aren't they good? It's I think Wale's first verse is his best verse so far on the album to me. Really, but I don't think it's. I don't wouldn't even. Put well, it here's the thing. Out. I might be biased because he shouts out. Uh, it was like fresh out the chair with the Clippers, like Sean Living. Sean Livingston, okay, I mean, Peoria look, native. He shouts out right. Bret Hart. It wasn't enough to save his verse. It was very average to me. Oh, this is not which, in any way his best verse on the album, in my opinion. Like it's um, very run of the mill Wale. He should have shown up for this. Is the one song where he's really got a rap guest verse. I mean, Kanan on TV and the radio, but that's not the kind of thing where you're trying to like you're writing a song with that one. Um, Gucci on Pretty Girls, but again, like that's window dressing. Bun B, window dressing. I like the verse, I think it's a good verse, but unfortunately, he gets Wale? overshadowed. Yeah, the first verse, he gets Sticks. overshadowed completely by Cole. He shows J. Cole shows listeners what a real rapper should sound like, and Wale <laughs> just doesn't sound like he's ready for the big time. I don't know about all that, man. He just got renegated. They're two good lyricists. It's just one got shown up that night, you know? On Ed, you, like, you agreed that this verse is better than every verse on the entire album. That's bad. That's really bad. bad. That, that to me. But that doesn't mean Wale's that talentless. To me it means just says, he should have went back I'm and leaving with this verse. guy. That's what it says. I'm leaving with this guy. I'm leaving with this guy. I came, I came for you. I'm leaving with this guy. Oh, my God. Um... Yeah, listen. I enjoy a Sean Livingston reference. It's that's a, that's a Peoria legend. Okay, one of the only good things about this city. You Patreon fucks getting us for so long on this review. Okay. <laughs> um, I think this is a slick line. As much as I hate lines about like oh breath of fresh air, it's ironic to call me a fresh breath. No joke. You see them boys sign me, sign me to the scope. I was like, okay, that's slick. That's cool. That's fine. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I'll say this. As far as the whole Hart Foundation, Bret Hart, Anvil Night Hart scheme, I'm going to say this. Uh, <laughs> what do racists call light-skinned blacks? What's that? Bright knickers. Okay. <laughs> Bright knickers. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah Wale just being, like, awkward on the – this is, like, a bad showcase for him. It really is. It's one of his worst outings on the album, I'll, I'll say, as a rapper. I don't think so. He just he he just it, he looks bad next to Cole. Cole stole the show. He, he doesn't did. look good at all. Even if J Cole wasn't on the song, if J Cole wasn't on this song, would you like this song? It might be a seven minus instead of a seven plus. Even with the same hook and the yeah. same verses. Yeah. Like I said, I, this is like my fa- this first verse is my favorite Huawei verse of the album so far. So, yeah. But look, I'm not one of these people like, oh, be- you gotta hear "Beautiful Bliss." This is, this is like, nah, you know. I feel bad for those people. Is that sad that I feel that way? Brother, okay. <laughs> like, if this song means a lot to you and this is like a hip hop classic, I'm I'm sorry that this was like formative rap music for you. It shouldn't have been this way. These guys should, I've said it from day one, these guys should have done a better job, Drake included, of carrying the torch from the previous generation. I'd say, you know, the guys I came up watching, your Waynes and your 50s and whatnot, they did a great job. They maintained the mystique and aura of a great rapper and a great hero to us all. Oh and then I they passed you. the torch to these, these fucking millennials. And they were just doing TikTok dances, and they weren't ready because they have feelings. Don't. You know, they have emotions. What is Moves on? <laughs> you know, so I just okay. I can't I can't stand this generation of rap because they killed rap. They did they <sighs> because they failed to carry the torch properly, and they acted like a bunch of kids, and they weren't able to like. And part of it is on the labels for pushing them out too soon, as we've said. But they killed rap thousand percent. We're still feeling the effects to this day, you know, okay. and they were all influenced by the guy that you voted for on September 11th, don't, 2007. Don't do that. Don't, if it wasn't for him, do that. they wouldn't okay. even have the juice to get to this point. Would they then not blame that man? I do. And I blame the labels, <laughs> but now it's time to blame these people for failing to save rat when all of the greats, in the previous generation did a fine job at that. Okay. Yep. Even that man until he decided to do the sales battle, which ruined everything and changed the perception of everything. (sighs) Kanye before the sales battle, uh, you know, when he was keeping his anti-Semitism that apparently existed all the way back since the college dropout behind closed doors, you know, was doing a fine job at portraying himself as a star out of the box you know, and ready for the big time. It's just these kids, man. It's the kids. It's Wale, Kid Cudi, Drake, J. Cole, Big Sean. They do not stack up to Lil Wayne and fucking Nas and Jay-Z and 50 Cent and, you know, the Kanye and that generation. Like, there was not a good transition from one generation to the other. And there was a better transition from the previous generation to those guys. There's no doubt about it. Well, 
Lil Wayne put Drake on. Who Drake put on? P Rain. Okay. All right. Let's let's wrap this up. <laughs> who, who, seriously, let's, like, what what uh, have these rappers contributed to the zeitgeist? What have they actually contributed to the culture, as they say? It's all been downhill. It really has more music than ever, and it sucks more than it ever has. The blog era is the blah error, and I will not stop reminding people of that, no matter how much bullshit, fucking rose-tinted glasses nostalgia that Andrew Barber tries to feed you fucks, okay? I will not stand for it. This is bad music. It was bad then. It's bad now. The blog era was a mistake. We should have let 50 Cent win with Curtis, and we would still be happy and still make good hit songs following... You know, the great guidelines provided, you know, and Will I Am would have still punched Perez Hilton. Everything would have been great. Troy Ab would have punched Drew Millard maybe twice. This and man just wants rappers to be violent again and punch people. And <laughs> I hate what rap has become. They're trying to bring it back to what it was, but it might be too late because of this generation. I can only hope and pray that this new generation, now that these guys these guys are the old, washed-up fucking hacks now. Now it's time for them to pass the baton to a generation that could hopefully correct things. Bro, okay? everything you're asking for is, listen, K-Flock's in jail. Bobby Schmurter got put in jail. Bobby Schmurter's a happy man. He's out. He's all doing the, good. All the violent folks got locked up. They don't play that no more, bro. And listen, we got Ice Spice, okay? And, uh-huh. Okay, all right. You know, this, no, we're done here. I'm what getting is, better vibes. These guys what, are what, marks. I don't. I'm not getting a markish vibe from her. I think she's did, trying uh, to be a star. What it? What it? It's like it's like he ain't gonna be rushed out of there. This ain't gonna be no long form. <laughs> I need listen, young thug. I mean, what, my man, like my dog. You know. All right. Uh, we, we gotta, I, I, I have to. Have to I have to ask. This album up. We got. What have you done? You know. We gotta wrap this up. We do. Slime. We. We gotta don't stop. <laughs> Quit it. We're moving on. Moves not experiencing beautiful voice. Deep AF, my slime. I'm not experiencing beautiful bliss either, but I am experiencing enjoyment. Seven plus. This blog era okay. must be fixed. Okay, we have to go back. It's cur- du- it's dead already, bro. Currency, it can't hurt though. us anymore. We got currency. It's, that was good. The blog era is dead and gone. All right, it can't hurt us anymore. <laughs> I'm right. so damaged, Mel. I still, I still have flashbacks, okay? Waking up to a new Chevy Woods mixtape. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, look, we're going to wrap this up. And hey, The Donna's tape you, can't hurt you. Meanwhile, the Donna's tape is staring at you from the corner of the room. The corner of Bat Piff. Page 846. Listen, okay? Yo, it's Mel from Rap Rankings. To hear the full episode this clip comes from and all other Patreon-exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash raprankings.